We'll see how it goes. Because you're still kind of unsure about this, right? Yeah. Whatever. We can throw away if it sucks. Or we can just publish it if it sucks. I mean, that's pretty much all of our podcasts, isn't it? Welcome back to the uh, Why Do I Talk To You podcast. I am still, for some reason, Saul Starship 4. Is that your thing? It pretty much is. Alright, I'm still... I did this last episode too. I'm still Dave. Gamer Dave. To be honest with you, actually, I got called out on this the other day. Uh, oh, my, 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 my tag, okay? You mean um, other than me? Yes, of course. Okay. I, uh, well, I mean, not just you have, have ever just gotten on me for my... Was it our anonymous listener that someone said, I was listening to your podcast until I this guy's gamer tag? No, it's because, um, it's because I've, I've had a Gmail account for, like, decades now mm-hmm. um, that is Starsheet 4. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I have, you know what, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> No, please. Continue. <laughs> yeah, and my social security number. Is, yeah, you know that too? It's out there. Well, whatever. Anyways, I don't use it for like... Well, that's our official fan mail account now. Great. <laughs> I, yeah, fan mail. Why do you have... You have these... Ugh, what, never mind. <laughs> Anyways, um, my my uh, I have some like special accounts linked to that, and uh, I had to tell that to somebody. I was like, I was like oh, actually, you need to send it to... Um, so uh, I've, I've had this email address for like a long time. So, so like you can judge me all you want. And the guy was like, the guy was like, no, 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 I understand. I have some of those like that. I was like, okay, it's star sheep four. And then he was like, there was like silence. And then wow. he was just like, I'm, I might, I might have to judge you. <laughs> was this like a friend or was it like a professional? Like it was a professional. Wow. I don't know, man. That's a little, that's a little unprofessional. I might stick, I'm going to stand by you a little bit. <sighs> Anyway, I mean, I can't blame them. I do most of my email through like my actual professional email account, you know. Sure. But like this one particular thing just has to go through this. And okay, well, this is weird. Um, welcome back yet again to to, to W D. <laughs> we still haven't started. No, 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 Just um, you know, we're. Welcome back to the W Diddy podcast. I'm still over here. Dave is still over there. Oh, let's get this started. So the topic of today, um, full disclosure, um, we are not the most exploit of, of people on this topic. Um, we have a long, okay. So it's on fighting games, right? If you read the title card, okay. It's on fighting games. Um, there's a reason why we wanted to start this in particular. Well, for one thing, we like fighting games. We, we really yeah. do. We like watching people uh, who are good at fighting games do it. Okay, not us. Not us. <laughs> definitely not us. Uh, Dave, in particular, and he'll go into this in more detail, has participated in a couple of Super Smash Bros. tournaments. Yeah. Um, I'm two Warriors, baby. Dave is is the best Smash player that I've ever met. Doesn't um, mean a whole lot. He's well. I mean, the fact is, is that anytime we're out anywhere, like with friends, nobody wants to play with him because yeah, he true. just he's he's too good. Like right. he makes it not fun. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> well, we'll talk more about this later. That's kind of interesting. Um, but not only did we do we just because we like fighting games, but you know when we thought about it, and we thought about <clears throat> gaming history as of late, as in a couple of years past, fighting games have kind of reemerged a little bit or, or is starting to gain like another yet another wave of popularity uh we got games like um you know db's uh dragon ball fighter z the new uh, marvel versus capcom marvel versus capcom infinite is coming out a new iteration of pokken uh, pokken tournament pokken dx is coming out tekken 7 just came out that sort of revolutionized or you know it was like a big wave as far as tekken goes guilty gear rev 2 uh, for all you people who like anime fighters like that. The fighters are really good though. Um, and Super Smash Bros. has has like always been like on a consistent high ground, also in the fighting world uh, and the esports world, and just like the competitive gaming world in general. Fighting games are are big. Um, I would say that they haven't always been that way. No. Um, you know, back in the back in the, the SNES era, 
And I guess the fighter that dominated would have been, uh, you know, Street Fighter, Street yeah. Fighter 2. Um, and, you know, dominated the arcades, dominated everything. Mortal Kombat came out as well. Uh, then other franchises like Killer Instinct, mm-hmm. uh, Virtua Fighter, just so to a little extent. Tekken came out. And then other side shoots like, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom. Smash comes out. I mean, like, fighting games has gained a lot of momentum recently and i think they're definitely at an apex currently um i i don't know where they're going to go after this um there's i mean now they've entered in i mean they definitely entered in the superhero world with injustice and everything mortal Kombat had a reboot like several years ago uh street fighter is like still on the up and up and gaining even more traction i think uh in the in the esports community and whatnot like fighting games are Fighting games are something that people should be paying attention to, I think, yeah. if they're not already. Yeah, they're getting a lot more mainstream attention. And it's kind of interesting. <clears throat> I should do a disclaimer right now. Like, I know a little bit more about this topic than Salt just because I, like, I pay attention to esports a little bit more. Um, I followed League of Legends for a while. Was, that's sort of what kickstarted the whole esports thing. Um, obviously, fighting game tournaments existed before then. Um, Evo's been around a long time, like the premier fighting game thing. Uh, but... It has all gotten very mainstream, so I should just claim I know a little bit more about this. And I'm already—it's so funny because I—I I don't interact with this community because it's—it's it's not my community, and I don't actually play any like traditional fighter, um, like even sort of almost competitively. I am sort of almost kind of competitively play Smash Four, and that's about it. And I am, but I, I watch enough other fighting games and I pay attention enough to the scene to know that, like. Even just the fact that Smash Bros. isn't really liked by most traditional fighting game fans, uh, which is just an interesting thing. But all that to say, uh, yeah, I, I'm a little bit more aware of the esports fighting game community, and it's getting big. Like, you're seeing Street Fighter V streamed on, like, ESPN channels. You're seeing Disney pick up things like Super Smash Bros. 4 uh, tournaments um, and putting that on, like, Disney XD and things like that. So... It's just really interesting seeing where fighting games have come. And when I was a kid, all I remember is Street Fighter 2 was a thing. Like, it was kind of out there. I never got into fighting games very much when I was a kid. Um, the first, you know, quote-unquote fighting game that I really got into was Smash Bros. on 64. And that was because that game was just a lot of fun. That was in the era where it, you you had four controllers, man. And you had all your friends over. And it was like, yeah, let's play Mario Kart, Mario Party, and Smash Bros. Yeah, that was... That was it, man. And so yeah, that's a time long gone. <laughs> it is. Like, when's the last time you had four or three of your friends in your house playing video games with you? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a while. But um, so that's sort of my <coughs> gateway drug, if you will, into fighting games was Smash Bros. And then, um, you know, I would dabble a little bit in other video and other fighting games as people would like, be, hey, let's play this or whatever. And, you know, um, and in my memory, at least, I just remember sort of this time period where it was just kind of like this black hole for fighting games. Like, I don't remember almost anything between Smash Bros. and, like, Street Fighter 4. And, like, I'm aware that Street Fighter 3 was a huge thing in the fighting community, and I could watch that game. That game is a ton of fun to watch someone play if they're good at. Um, but at the time, it was it was a very niche community, and it wasn't something that was approachable to everyone. It felt like street, it felt like the casual audience, and this is sort of something that was interesting that happened with Street Fighter V, was that it completely failed to appeal to the casual audience because it launched with so few features. It launched without like an arcade mode. It launched without its story mode. We had to wait months for that to come out. Um, and so Street Fighter V's failure was sort of similar to Street Fighter 3's commercial failure. I, I realize that a lot of people hold that as like the gold standard for competitive like 2D fighters, but in terms of uh, appealing to the casual audience, Street Fighter 5 sort of had a rough time, so we're a little bit more of the casual audience. Um, so it's just sort of interesting that for us, I don't know what it was like for you. I think you played Tekken a little bit more because you were more of a PlayStation guy. I played Tekken me, way more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be, we just have very different experiences. So for me, in terms of like the mainstream as like a Nintendo guy, fighting games pretty much dropped off the map until I was in college and Street Fighter 4 came out and, you know, you had a buddy with the PS3 or Xbox One and like you played Street Fighter 4 because it was Street Fighter again, baby, and it was all the characters you recognized. So, uh, and now we're at a point where you like we just listed them all off there's so much stuff like there's all these character fighters um, Marvel vs. Capcom has been at the center of a ton of controversy 
just because of how it really feels like Disney, the Disney MCU has a stranglehold on what they're allowed to put in that game. And that led to this huge upswing of like Dragon Ball Z fighters, guys. I mean, everybody, I love Dragon Ball Z. I grew up with that. It feels like the fighting game community in general just loved Dragon Ball Z and they were just waiting for a game like this to come out. Um, maybe the same people who did Guilty Gear. Um, which everybody loves. It seems like everybody loves the Guilty Gear fighting engine and like the game, but it's so hard to get into. Like, <laughs> it sort of turns even a lot of competitive people. Like, it is not the most popular competitive game, but that game is sick to watch. Uh, and so, yeah, and all this stuff. And Pokemon, I'm a big fan of Pokemon. I enjoy the game a lot. It didn't really catch on the Wii U because the Wii U is kind of a dead system. So I'm, I'm excited to see what it can do on the Switch and as Nintendo is, you know, kind of trying to pour more stuff into competitive games like Splatoon. S&P Smash Bros. you will never get support from Nintendo. It's okay. We still love you lots. Uh, but yeah, it's just really interesting to see what this new era is going to be. It's sort of, we want to put our two cents in as, you know, casual players who still grew up enjoying fighting games a fair amount. It's interesting that you bring up how, like, some of these games aren't too friendly to casuals, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, to take a, a a retro look at that, you know, it would be like, you know, I remember going over to a neighbor's house they had a SNES and they had they had the Street Fighter two, um, and just getting rocked because what 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 am I gonna do right like well, I don't I don't know any of the move sets and I was a kid so I, I had no concept of move sets and mm-hmm. I had no idea how to do a Hadouken or anything like that right so of course I just got rocked and it's like that's not fun yeah. you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it's like that's not gonna make me necessarily want to beg my parents for a SNES and for a and for Street Fighter yeah. um, I even remember ha- like this happening in the arcades like you know if I had a quarter to spend or whatever I'd pop it in for, for probably Street Fighter 2 or probably Street Fighter 3 um, and go in and just get rocked by the computer and I'm just like well what am I supposed to do like it's just better than me. How am I supposed to learn from this? And, you know, arcades, you're just meant to spend money, right? But yeah. um, but I'm a kid, right? I'm innocent. I don't know any of this. Um, that all sort of changed for me uh, when Best Buy used to be Best Buy. You know what I mean? When um, uh, PlayStation had just... they're just worse the, you know what oh, I mean? Good Lord. <laughs> all right. Continue. Boy, I really <laughs> hope that joke didn't come through on the microphone. Uh, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fine. Great. Anyways, when uh, this was like at the height of uh, PlayStation versus N sixty four, you know, awards, console right? wars. Console wars. Right. There you go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the Saturn was just sort of there. It existed. And uh, and I remember going to a store. And I never I never touched Tekken one, but I went I went into a Best Buy and they had a demo of Tekken two playing on their PlayStation kiosk. And you know, for whatever reason, my dad would be going to Best Buy. I would just be over there uh, by the PlayStation uh, kiosk. And like, if it was free, I, I would literally run to it and, and start up the demo for Tekken two, uh, the playable care. I mean, I remember everything. The playable characters were Lei Wulong and June Kazama. Um, and the, the game just blew me away, even though I was still like a kid and I didn't really understand what movesets were. So I was button mashing probably like crazy, but like, you know, I mean, like, I think anybody who's played a fighter knows that, like, experience of, like, brief euphoria when your character does something awesome that you know <laughs> that you inputted, even though it was by accident. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, Tekken, Tekken did a lot of things differently, you know, because it was 3D, yeah. and they set the standard a lot for many 3D fighters, I think. Um, it, with, like, sidestepping and the 3D dynamic views, different camera angles, like, for different uh, uh, movesets and whatnot. Like, Tekken 2 was just really awesome. Um, and I remember, I just, I played that demo to death. My parents did not want me to get into fighting games. Like, they, they just did not Violence want me. Burn. That's what it is, you know? And, and you know what? Like, I'm, I'm an adult now, so I can, I, can, I can understand, I guess. But, like, they didn't want me to do any of that. How old were you at the time? Uh, I Tekken Tekken two was like ninety seven, so like like seven or eight, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of because that that game was not rated E. It was rated T. Yeah, because I remember when I even when I wanted to play when I wanted to get uh, Smash Bros because I had friends who had it and it was just so fun. I just loved it so much immediately. Um, and I wanted to get it, and my parents were like, well, it's a little violent. And I'm like, but it's tomorrow. And it's like, you know, like, what? Like, it's not that bad. And I'm like, well, I like, guess it's rated E so you can get it. So I was like, woo. But then when Melee came out, 
Melee was rated T. Oh. And that was like, a, oh, I really oh. don't know. <laughs> and it was actually my dad who kind of fought for it. Because my mom was like, I don't know. My dad was like, we played the first one and he's not beating anybody up. I don't think anything is really ch- like It's the same game, right? I was like, all right, whatever. By the way, I, I think the commercial for Smash Bros. 64 <laughs> Go probably goes on in history to any gamer like of this time period. Just being the greatest commercial that ever was. Yeah, right. I don't think any of us can listen to the Turtles happy together. <laughs> you might like the song as it is. You might have liked it before, but... You can't Forever not changed, bring yeah. a thought to what is it? Is it like Yoshi who like kicks Mario in the shins? I think first? it's uh, no, it's Mario kicks Yoshi in the shins. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, Donkey Kong <laughs> is swinging Pikachu by the tail. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, that, that is, I miss video game commercials like in general. Now yeah. it's all just like dark, gritty. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like I mean some of those '90s commercials were like pretty ridiculous. I don't know if I want to go that far back, but, you know, <laughs> it's gone to a boring place. And you know what? When you were talking about how Smash Bros. sort of alienates a little bit of the fighting community, mm-hmm. I remember, like, when I was, I don't know, I was reading some sort of list, like, on early internet of, like, best fighters, right? Mm-hmm. And and Smash Bros. was, like, either up, at, up there at the top or, like, you know, one at the top. And I was like, what? Like, that's not a fight. And then I was like, that's not a fight. But you fight people. <laughs> I mean, that's all you do. Yeah, I mean, you just, just fight the whole time through. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, know, I don't know what to think about this. <laughs> because you think of fighters are only on a 2D plane, two people, maybe yeah. on a tag basis, and you just beat the snot out of each other. There's a KO, there's a winner, you're, you're done. Smash Bros. is not that. Yeah, everything, everything that... A traditional fighting game does now. Like, if you look at any of these games with this, Marvelous Capcom, Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, Tekken straights in this a little bit, but, um, you know, Guilty Gear. They're all this sort of 2D plane, and it's very focused on, like, jump-ins and blocks and combos, and, like, Smash Bros. did, like, all that stuff different. It was, it was a, a, they currently are terming it a platform fighter as these sort of, I don't want to say knockoffs, but, like, other games that are sort of trying to mimic it, like uh, Rivals of Aether is a game out there that, tries to do the same thing and they're called platform fighters because the goal is basically to push your other your opponent off the edge and you have control of the stage as opposed to just hitting them enough times until they fall down um and that's very even in tekken which you know incorporates a 3d play in or poke in which um has this sort of 3d element to it and then like switches back and forth a little bit it's still hit them until they don't get up whereas smash bros is really different so i understand why People are sort of hesitant to put it in that category, but there's no denying that Melee especially, but also Smash 4, have a huge audience of both players and spectators. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they engage in these things like uh, Evo, and they're getting the same sort of publicity with big-name companies like Disney. So, you know. Smash Bros. to me was... Smash Bros. Like, if I were to name the two fighters... Actually, if I were the only name, the only fighters that I really have a lot of exposure with would be Tekken and Smash Bros. I never owned an N64, so I always went over to friends' houses who happened to have Smash, and I remember just playing Pikachu all the time. And I mean, that's why Pikachu is still my main, for better or for worse. <laughs> and um, when Melee came around, that like really, really like revolutionized yeah. what uh, what the game was supposed to be about, and like set the standard for for probably the rest of the series, however long it's going to be. Um, I remember losing an awful lot um, playing. I used to. I used. You know, we played melee a lot uh, uh, in, in my dorm room when I was a freshman in college, and everybody there knew all the tricks. Everybody there only mained Falco. Everybody there only. And, and I was just like, but did they actually like? Did they actually know all the tricks? Like, yes, did they, they use terms like wave dashing? Yes, and, they did. Wow. Wave dashing, L canceling, like wow. everything like that. Yeah. And so. Uh, uh, I, I I didn't stand a chance. No, I no. just did not. No, uh, <laughs> with Pikachu in that in that uh, setting uh, uh, for melee, like I, I still remain faithful to Pikachu because I'm just a nerd, um, and I lost virtually every single time. I only time I would ever win was through error. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like oh no, I tried this but I missed and now I fell. I'm like hey, I'm the winner. You know? Yeah. And then Brawl came out, and but you know that's a that's another story. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, like I said, Smash Bros. And, and Tekken are the ones that I'm most familiar with. You know, like, uh, I guess the reason why I've really liked fighting games, well, I mean, it's easy to say, 
you know, one of the reasons why you like Smash. Like, even if you don't like a fighter, you're, you could like Smash because either they use your favorite IPs or because yeah. it's, it's a different sort of way of playing a fighting game. Um, but, like, if we're talking about a traditional fighter like Tekken, I mean, the reason why I like Tekken so much is because I like kung fu movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I think that's probably it. Lebu Long's character design is very much based on Jackie Chan, and like when when Tekken Two was out, I was getting into Jackie Chan movies, and you know my dad had shown me Bruce Lee movies too, and there is a Bruce Lee person in Tekken uh, games also, but Jackie Chan was was my guy. And so to see Lei Wu Long subconsciously, I'm controlling Jackie Chan, doing Jackie Chan type moves and Jackie stuff like Chan that. Things. Doing Jackie Chan <laughs> things with the Jackie Chan stuff and Jackie Chan. <laughs> Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. He, it, it was just, it was, it's cool. Yeah. Straight up. I mean, like, just say it like as a kid. It was cool. It was a fun game. I remember also, because I never owned Tekken 2 or Tekken 3 because of my aforementioned parents. Really? You just played them at Best Buy? Well, Tekken 3 came out when I was when I was subscribed to official PlayStation Magazine. Ah. They came out with demo discs every month also. And when they had no decent demos, they would do, like, legacy demos of, like, you know, games that had already been out that are classic games, but they still had demos too, and they just burned them onto a disc for you. And one of them was Tekken 3. Very similar to Tekken 2, you only got two characters, uh, Zhao Yu and the infamous Eddie Gordo. Um, that's how I got so good at Eddie Gordo's moveset. Um, so that was the only character you could play. Well, not, that's not necessarily true. In fact, that's definitely not true. Uh, because uh, eventually when I got a PS2, I got Tekken Tag Tournament, which is still reveal, rev- like revered as like one of the best Tekken games out there in the series, that gave you every single Tekken character to that date. And so I got I got good at a lot of other characters too, other than Eddie. But I would be lying if I didn't say that I use him a lot. Um, so I have experience in fighting games, but a more accurate statement is I have experience in Tekken. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I had Tekken four, I have Tekken five. Did not get to play six, but I do have that on on the 3ds. And I'm still trying to get seven right now, but I need some money for that. <laughs> so I, when you play Tekken, has it been pretty much always like a solo player experience or like how much of that was like how many of those games were like playing with friends versus just playing the computer over and over again? Well, I got good. Not competitive good, but I got good. Yeah. So it wasn't fun for my friends to play. So you know the feel, too. In a way. I yeah. wouldn't say that I, I know exactly how you feel, um, but, like, in a way, I do. I would play a lot with my sister, though. My sister and uh, my sister got really good with uh, one of the characters, and I would not... Which character? Law. The, mm. Bruce, the Bruce Lee character. Mm. Um, I would not always win against her. Like, it was it was kind of a toss-up. She, she did not make it very easy. Um, so she got good at it, too. And so we used to, we used to fight alongside each other because you could in Tekken Tag which was mm-hmm. awesome or against each other and sometimes I mean I'd say most of the time I was the winner but it wasn't like always a sure thing um, when friends came over and played it I mean like I remember the first time I played Tekken with you Dave oh jeez oh man you were angry really you bad. were so I angry at Tekken. <laughs> I, he, he came over one day we were just coming over to chill whatever and I think we were he was talking about wanting to play Tekken because that's when you were like really starting to get into the competitive yeah, fight. I just had like a competitive itch and I was like well, let's, let's do this thing and so <laughs> and so I, I had my PS2 still hooked up um, and, right, yeah. and, uh, and so I was like, well, let's play Tekken tag. Like that's the one I'm like most good at. And he was like, okay, yeah, sure. And so, and oh man, I made him so angry. I don't just, he didn't win a single fight against no. me. I mean, not even one, not even just like a whole, like not even one round. I don't think he got so I mad. Mean, I've kind of blocked this out of my memory. <laughs> I don't, I like to say I wasn't as mad at like Saul for beating me as I was just like, the controls were very unintuitive to me. Like, they just did not... Tekken... I had played Street Fighter here and there. Like, I played Street Fighter 4 with people in college. And, like, I would probably win more than I lost. But none of us were good. Like, we were just... We didn't always get our Hadoukens out when we pushed the button. Like, you know, it's just like... But I understood the concept of... If you jump in on them and then attack low, they have to do a very specific thing to block it. And we're bad, so we can't really do that. And so <laughs> just figuring out basic like little things like that. And so going into Tekken where 
jumping does like next to nothing <laughs> and there's like this 3d plane and it's not a it's not a six button fighter it's a four button fighter with like each button links to like a different appendage which just seemed like the dumbest thing i had which i don't from i don't understand how you think that's the <laughs> dumbest thing I like think that I think that is the most intuitive thing ever. Just one button controls a limb. But it's just like it doesn't. It it feels unintuitive to me because it's like I don't know if I want to swing with my right arm or my left arm. What I do know is if I want a quick punch, I hit the light punch button. If I want to do one that does more damage, I hit the heavy button. I don't know if the right punch or the left punch does more damage. Get good. I the kicks. Okay. Well, if you're talking about. <laughs> Like, what's intuitive and, like, what brings a game, like, brings you in? Like, that didn't bring me in because it, it felt very, like, in Street Fighter, I was like, okay, I, like, kicks are longer range than punches, and I have these three options for if I want to hit harder. And, well, like, that's that's it. And, well, like, also because Street Fighter moves faster than Tekken, too. Street Fighter moves way yeah. faster than Tekken, so yeah, like that's not speaking. that's not really what you're looking for. You're not looking for the for the quick jab or like you know you're not looking for. I, that's not what I'm looking for when I'm going up against a new component or like anything like that. I'm not because I remember you were trying to come in. You were trying to come in at me, right? I was trying to play the game. You were trying to play. Okay. <laughs> Did you win a game? No. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you were you were you were you were trying to come in at me and. And I, I wouldn't let you have it. Like, I, yeah. I was, I punished you very easily. Yeah, which was the correct thing to do. Like, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Like, but, like, at the same time, you weren't really grasping the, the speed change either. You know what I mean? Like, ju- you're right. Jumps, jumps aren't next to nothing in Tekken, but they have way more of a purpose, I think, in Street Fighter, can, just, or just as an example. They're, they're much more versatile. Like, you can do a lot of different things with jump. It feels like the jumping, I mean, it is. It's much more limited in Tekken, which is much more realistic than the cartoony. You can jump like twenty feet yeah. in the air, Street Fighter, mm-hmm. like, and overheads are a thing. I don't. I mean, overheads are a thing in Tekken, but you don't launch them in Street Fighter. The way to launch overheads is jump, and there are a few other moves that are overheads, but they're usually a little slow, or you have to know exactly which one they are. They're like telegraphed a little bit. In like Tekken, you don't have to jump to do overheads. Like some, if you just put the right combo, they're just overheads. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm that. I wish I could have recorded it or something. There are only two instances where I was pretty sure Dave was going to walk out on me for like nothing offensive I've done. That and when we played Battlefront Two together. <laughs> Oh my gosh, he was angry. You know, you know, la- la- ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the, the the guy sitting right next to me, my co-host, he was not always known as Gamer Dave. That's a moniker I actually gave him yeah. because when he gets in gaming mode, he is not the same like nice, yeah. amiable person that you see. Like well, I you can, don't see me, but I do, well, whatever. Like we could be playing a game together. And then all of a sudden, like, a robber comes and stabs me through the face, and I'm bleeding through, but he wins the round. Before he calls the ambulance, he would be, Yes! Get good, son! Yes! I got you! And I'd be that like, bad. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like, that bad. It got scary at times. It got very scary at times. Now, that was when he was playing a game that he was good at, all right? Usually, like, when we would be playing, at the time, Brawl together, uh, which he would still just completely dominate me at, even though Brawl is kind of the black sheep of the whole family. Um, then we would play, like, Battlefront, and then the the darker side of Gamer Dave <laughs> would come out. And then and so then I'm just like... Oh, the salty side. I'm just like, you are a completely different person. You are Gamer Dave. Like, that is what you are. That is not actual Dave. It's an alter ego persona, Gamer Dave. And that actually kind of stuck for him, so... And thus the legend was born. Thus the... Uh, that's a, something. That's a better tag than Starship 4 was born. That's, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> so you're really into esports though, right? You're really into spectating. You're really into, I mean, like you would, you would attend a big esports tournament. Like if you could. Yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, I've been to a couple, I've been to like two League of legends things. Um, and I've attended like four ish smash tournaments four or five i uh, just said my local region uh, they're all local you, you attended there. and participated right yeah tell us about that i lost a lot it's <laughs> like, that's the funny that's the great thing about fighting games is that you know when i was i'm just gonna parlay this into my own experience with fighting games which is pretty much all smash bros uh when i was when smash 64 came out you know it was mostly just for fun but 
I had a few friends who I'd play with, and you know, initially I played a lot of Luigi because he's my one of my favorite characters, and I was like, whatever. But I remember I went over to one friend's house, and like something was wrong with his his like N sixty four memory, like the cartridge got dirty, and like we had to play just basic characters. Like, oh, I like Star Fox sixty four a lot. Uh, I'll just play Fox, <laughs> and so I played Fox, and uh, you know, I don't even know the tier list for sixty four, but long story short, Fox just felt really good, and so I played him a lot. And so I remember there's this one guy in my neighborhood who he named Kirby. I think Kirby's actually top tier, but whatever. I think he is. Kirby, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so we would just play all the time. It was like four or five stocks. Uh, We played on not legal stages. We played on the, I think now Dreamland is the only legal stage in 64. (laughs) But I think we played on like, uh, you know, Sector Z and Hyrule Temple. Probably in Dreamland too. Maybe even Yoshi's Isle. But anyways, um, I would usually win, but only by like a stock like it was always tight but i would almost always win uh and so we would just go back and forth and it was so much fun like we had just said it was just so fun like challenging and then like one day he beat me like he beat me pretty soundly a few times you know i was frustrated i was like ah that sucks like you whatever frustrated yeah i was i was not happy but i wasn't as bad as what you would describe i was just like i was kind of like because we had played a lot and he like finally won i was like all right cool and so like then I was like, next week, I was like, hey, man, you want to play? He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to play anymore. I beat you. And I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to. I beat you. I was like, and then he would always like make up some excuse. And I was livid. I was so bad. <laughs> I was like, oh, this sucks so much. And so then when Melee came out, um, I saw another kid in like our cul-de-sac got it. And so I went over there and that was when I was like, well, Falco's in this game? Because, again, I like Star Fox a lot, and, like, Falco's, like, yeah, Falco's sweet. And so I just mained Falco, and I, the guy who I had played a lot in 64, he, like, never really played again. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, there's no, like, good, good story in that. <laughs> that was just it. <laughs> he's all like, that's it, man. Yeah. That I'm not getting funny. any better than this. I guess. I don't know. But anyway, so I just, and I just played a lot. And, like, all through high school, everybody I played, I would just beat. Like, every, it was, like, not really. There was one guy my senior year. I think he was a sophomore who played Fox. And we did, you know, we went Fox, Falco, find Listenation. And it was it was close. But, I, again, it was similar to before where I would always pull it out. But it was pretty close. And then I went to college. And I met these other two guys who, like, played Smash Bros. And they knew about wave dashing and L canceling and stuff. Uh, and I, they weren't actually that good. I know this because I would still take games off them. And again, we didn't know the whole rules that we played on Hyrule Temple a lot, which is, you know, not whatever. They, they would actually play like characters who were better on Hyrule Temple. I think like Fox, I think because Fox is so good is one reason they got banned. But anyway, um, you know, we would play on that. And really the only thing I kind of got in, like as far as advantage on was like shuffling which is a short hop aerial, uh, like L cancel. I could kind of do that, but that was about it. I couldn't wave dash. I couldn't really do the other stuff, but you know, for whatever reason, I just understood the game well enough. And they weren't like super great at using uh, one of them was a Fox main and I beat him pretty consistently. The other one was a dual main sheep captain Falcon. And I would always be just captain Falcon, but his sheep would always beat me. Uh, but it was just really fun. We had this, but the guy who played Fox would always beat the sheep. And it was just this great, like, three-way, like, we would just play. And, like, we knew, like, we weren't, like, the best or whatever. Because they, you know, they knew how to wave dash, but they couldn't implement it that well. To like, I don't know. I just had enough of an understanding where I could keep up with them. And, like, we were aware that there was one guy. One guy who I think at one time, at one point, was regarded as the best Bowser in Melee. For whatever the heck that's worth. Uh, Gibby Fish <laughs> actually went to the same college as us. And, uh... I think the guy who played Fox interacted with them a couple times, but I, I never really saw him. So, but anyway, um, so we were all super psyched for Brawl, and then it wasn't really what we expected. Like, I played it quite a bit, but it was immediately obvious to me that people who I had thrashed before were, like, able to keep up with me in that game. Like, it just felt... That is literally what happened with with me and my, my college dorm mates, because I still named Pikachu. Yeah. And Pikachu got a gigantic boost <laughs> going from Melee to, to Brawl. Yeah. I was taking games everywhere. <laughs> it just didn't feel like, even if the Brawl gets a lot of crap uh, from specifically Melee fans, but from a lot of players in series where it just felt like it just wasn't the same. And it felt like even at my like mid-tier at best level, the skill gap just wasn't there. And that's one of the coolest things because, again, Smash 4 came out and 
I, one of my friends who I play, I beat. Um, even just recently, I just played Smash 4 with a friend down in San Diego I hadn't seen it in a while. Uh, we both gone to a couple tournaments or whatever, and we're both 0-2 Warriors. Like, he said he went 2-2 two two once. I think I went 2-2 two two at a tournament once, but, you know, I also went 0-2 twice. I think I went 1-2 twice. So basically, we just lost a lot. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like, even playing against him, I would just win every time. Like, we would do... <laughs> I mean, we were doing clap dittos, so, you know, whatever, but... I would just win every time. And so it's just so crazy. Like, that's one of the cool things about fighting games. So you can be like, yeah, I'm the greatest in this game. I beat all my friends. Then you go to a competitive tournament, and you're like, I am strict garbage. Like, I am absolute <laughs> trash. I was playing, like, I had done some research. I knew who the PR players in our community were. Uh, I play in IE, um, Inland Empire, for those of you who are curious. It's a some region in Southern California. But, you know, I knew who the, I knew I, who I'm Hip was. I knew who Ouija was. I knew who Caesar were. Like, I knew that they were, like, the top players. And I was playing against no names, and I was just getting bopped. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> some of them were close, and I just couldn't pull off, probably because I had a little bit of nerves. But it was, like, it was just this realization, like, yeah, I am not good at this game. Like, I am not good at this game at all. But then you have to go back and play your friends. You're like, God, you're so good at this game. Stop. You're like, no. You're just really bad. Like, I don't want to say that, but, like, you're thinking. Because, like, at that point, you know. Like, at that point, you've learned your place in the world. You and you are nothing. Change. Yeah. And you, your eyes are just open to, like, all right. And it's not to say I didn't have fun. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I was just mostly doing it at a time where I didn't really have the money to, like, you know, pay the uh, pots for the tournaments or whatever. Now I'm in a place where I don't really have the time. But I would do it, like, if I had the time again. I want to take Saul sometime just so he can experience it. Like, Good Lord, I'm just going to come as a spectator. I, I mean, there's a pretty small one in the area. But anyway, but it's really, and, you know, people are really chill. And they, like, welcome you in. And, like, it's not like they laugh at you because you're bad. You know, you just love this game together. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why I just expect all these tournaments are just nothing but gamer days. <laughs> no, it's really not, like... Getting tilted everywhere. Like, so there's I a lot am, of tension in the air. I was playing Cloud, and I was, like, terrible. There's a guy uh, who plays Cloud in the area, and he'd been, like, mating, like, Cloud, and he'd been in the, the community for a while, and, like, he just was excited to see someone else who was playing Cloud. Like, I remember I did have this sick read once where I had been up airing this guy... Uh, and then eventually I was like, you know, he's expecting me to up air again, so he's going to air dot. What if I just jump at finishing touch? Because I had the limit off. And finishing touch is not a move you should ever really use in competitive, except in like the like most extreme circumstances. And so I did that, and I hit him. And it was like, whoa, like I would like, and so the other clap was like, I would never have thought to do that. And it was just like, it was just like, even though he was clearly better, I never took a game off him. He's currently PR'd, um, bottom. I like part of the PR uh, shade D in case you're curious to look him up, but he's a really cool guy. And it was like, he was really encouraging. And I think the next stock I actually ended with the finishing touch too. Where I, I like knocked him off the edge and I was like, I wonder what happened if I just like ran off. Cause I was like, he's going to recover this way. He did it every time. I wonder if I just like run off the cliff and finishing touch that kill him. And it did. And everyone was like, Whoa, that was sick. And I got, you know, that was, I think that was a lot of turns. So I went two and two. <laughs> so, you know, I felt awesome, but so See, that's the, the thing about God. that's the thing about the fighting game community now. Now that it's it's become a thing, mm-hmm. you know, and that it's it's a uh, it's competitive. It's it's it has a fairly large community. You know, the thing that I I was like about it is because what got me into fighting games initially was beating the crap out of your opponent, like and doing cool moves, yada yada. Mm-hmm. It's a kung fu movie. Now though, that is not how the competitive scene operates. The competitive scene is not just about you know, being, you know, the bullies, you know, and like, you know, beating down the lessers, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, it's a very, it's, it's very much the way that like, you know, you ever watch a movie and like, it's like a period movie and it's about like fencing and uh, and, like how fencing has like, you know, you need to read the opponent, you know, and they come in like this and you come out like that and then you do this. Absolutely no idea what you're talking about, but continue. Great. I'm just talking like, you know, because a fighting game, the, the, the best people in the fighting game world, they have down the mechanics of the game that they are playing down to the millisecond. Yeah. They know exactly like they can react that quickly to the opponent's moves like where the opponents are going, if the opponent's going to jump, if the, if the opponent's going to guard. Um, they know the, and they know all the best options to do in that exact situation mm-hmm. and they can execute it. Like, so it's, it's not even like a fighting game. It's like a brain game almost. Yeah. Like, no, the amount of mental, like just absolutely insane. And, and I mean, that applies to smash that applies to street fighter that applies to Tekken to some extent. Like, 
that that's that is what the the professional or just like the 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 esports community as far as yeah. competitive fighters like that's what they thrive on you yeah. know what i mean and like for me you know whenever i play against dave like on smash you know the name of the game for me is just survival so i'm mostly just trying to run away and just trying to go in like on an opening that i happen to see thing is though is that dave dave knows my tendencies he knows that I'm not the best at Smash, and he knows my tendencies. Even though I try to hide them, I always end up going back to them. But, like, that's what you do. Like, that's what the professional fighters do. They see those, like, openings. They see the flaws. They, they are able to predict the person's call. It's like being good at rock, paper, scissors, or, like, tic-tac-toe. It's like, oh, you can't be good at those. Those are, like, kind of games of chance, but it's like, no, you can. You, yeah. you read your opponent. You know, like, the tendencies of your opponent. And you, you, and you, you're sort of like making a, an educated guess on what they're going to do next and whatnot, you know? Yeah, and a lot of when there is uh, a fighting game that people are kind of like mad on, a lot of times one of the criticisms will be like, "Well, it's too rock paper scissors," because there is like a basic rock paper scissors element. Well, there's multiple elements. It's like this beats this, but gets beaten by this, and this beats this. So, like the most basic example is like attacking beats grabbing, uh, blocking beats attacking, but grabbing beats blocking. <laughs> so. In, this is actually one of the main criticisms of Pokémon Tournament, uh, which, you know, I understand, but I just enjoy that game a lot. Um, I just find a lot of things you can do with fun. Uh, one of the criticisms is it's very intentionally very heavy on grabbing beats blocking, blocking beats attacking, and attacking beats grabbing, uh, to the point where um, counter hits are a thing in a lot of games where if you hit the person like when they had hit the button, you get bonus damage or bonus stun or whatever. Um, in Pokémon, they're called critical hits, and they occur when you attack someone when they're grabbing or when you uh, do a focus attack, basically, um, when they're attacking you or when you grab them when they're doing a focus attack. Because focus attack kind of, like, combines blocking with attacking a little bit. Um, and so, yeah, but there is a lot of, like, if your opponent's doing this a lot, it's like, well, I'm just going to do this. Like, one time when I was playing Pokémon, I was getting beat by the most the dumbest strategy ever. This guy was literally using two moves and I was losing because it just kind of beat my basic approach and what I was doing. So I had to, I had to really stop and think to myself, I was like, okay, how am I going to, this guy is laming me out. How do I lame him out back? And so I just figured out like, if I just do this every single time, it will beat what he's doing. And I'm just going to do it over and over again until he changes what he's doing. And he won round one. Cause I was not expecting his cheese and he never adapted what I did. So I just out-cheesed him out the next two rounds. <laughs> and so that's kind of like, sometimes that's just what you do in fighting games, especially at the lower level. It's just, all right, my opponent's doing this all the time and it's working. I know that that can't be the optimal thing. Why is it working? Okay, this is what I got to change. And then it's adapting back and forth to that. And at the highest level, that is still what's happening, but it's happening at such an insane speed. Like, it's crazy. And obviously the, the casual environment, whether you're a gamer or you're not, they don't see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they yeah, don't. Yeah. They don't understand that that's. A, they the, don't the, understand why their movies are working. Yeah. Whatever. Like I mean, you know, I think a, a casual gamer. Let's say a gamer who's only into oh I don't know. Let's say shooters. I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> right. Let's just say that they they play shooters and they play Madden. Okay. Um, wow, you're really cool. Okay. Fine. Okay. And they do nothing but drink monster. Yeah. And uh that's that's really not they're cool. permanently in college and oh yeah. my goodness <laughs> i officially feel bad <laughs> i officially feel like monster okay well like you want a monster yes monster sponsor us <laughs> i so let's just say let's just say you play games on a very casual basis yeah. okay um and have, fighters don't happen to be one of them yeah you go to a friend's house hey you want to play some tekken 7 Okay, I never tried it before. Like, oh, I'll go easy on you. Okay, like their game, like their 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 plan of attack is just going to be bash, 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 bash. Yeah, not not. I mean, yeah, they'll probably do that by button mashing, but their their idea is just to overtake the opponent by brute force, doing more things than them. There you go. Yeah, and that is literally not what the fighting game community does. Yeah, um, which I mean, that's. That's why I think it's going to take still some time for fighting games to kind of emerge out of there. I mean, like, I think game, you know, esports games like League of Legends, um, I mean, when you think of esports on the competitive level, I think the first thing you're going to think of is probably League of Legends. 
It is, League I of Legends. Think it's still the biggest game in the world. Um, or RTS games like StarCraft, you know, like... Yeah, that's kind of uh, what started it all. Mm-hmm. So, like, fighting games are... You know, we have Evo, and that's that's gigantic. But whether or not we'll see that in the Olympics anytime soon, I'm not sure, you know what I mean? And people are talking about eSport Olympics, but I don't know. Yeah, that, that'd be something, I guess. Yeah. Until then, I mean, like, I I am going to try to get Tekken 7 once I get once I feel financially comfortable to do so. Yeah. And I'm going to do the same with Pokemon DX. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, I mean, if I was better at Street Fighter, I'd probably be getting Street Fighter 5 also. But I got, I was a little, I was a little offended by <laughs> Street Fighter 5's choices, too. Like, um, what do you mean? Like, you know, like, only online... Do or die. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it was, most people perceived it as a game that was just for competitives. And even competitives have some issues with it, but it's just such a big name and people watch it so much. It's like, well, yeah, this is, this is the big one. But I mean, like, I for just... casuals, it's like... Yeah. I just have a love affair for Tekken, though, like straight up. I I mean, I'd be... I remember I was I was out on vacation somewhere, um, and I you know I had my 3ds with me because I I like to play video games when I relax too, and I would just I would play Tekken on 3ds like over and over again, and it's not necessarily the same experience as playing it on a console, uh, playing it on a handheld console, but like it's the same moves, it's the same game, it's the same music, yada yada, all that sort of stuff. Like I just I just love Tekken. That's just me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel the same way with Smash Bros. You mm-hmm. know? It's just it's just fun. And to me, it's never going to be... The single-player mode is never going to be like the thing for me. Um, but at the same time, I'm never... I don't think I'll ever be a person where... I think we, we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but we're running on time. Um, but... You know, I was gonna. I want to talk about like what draws you to a fighting game because for me, it is. I think for everybody, it's like this looks cool. Like a lot of people who are complaining about Marvel vs. Capcom is like these characters look. They don't look that cool. They look like they're doing the same thing they did in MVC three. Their faces are not very good looking. <laughs> uh, you know, the roster isn't that cool. It's like you want to do cool stuff. Um, another game that's out there that like hasn't really caught on is like King of Fighters. Um, mm. King of Fighters fourteen. And when you watch that game, you can tell people are doing cool stuff, but it doesn't look as cool as a lot of other games. So it doesn't really catch on as a spectator game. And people are like, the mechanics of the game are great. I'm not, gonna, I'm not here to bash King of Fighters, but if you want to look at what makes a game popular, it's, it's a lot of that appearance. It is a lot of the first impression. If you can pick up and play and enjoy it, then it, I think it has a better chance than... I still, and you know, this is probably just personal preference, I still just don't think... Tekken is as accessible immediately as something like Street Fighter. Um, and maybe that's why it still has to play second fiddle a little bit. But Well, you got me there. I, I, I don't I don't want to bash on Tekken. No. Um, but I'm just, you know, for me. And well, but that's, but that's, style but that's a good point, too. You know, it, it, you, Street Fighter is kind of above Tekken in terms of the competitive fighting world like sort of thing. Other games are, too. Yeah. But and, and again, I'm going to acknowledge the fact that I know a lot of the core internet fighting community has a hate affair for street fighter five and Tekken seven hit the ground running. Like people love that game, but in terms of mainstream popularity and certainly like esports, uh, Capcom has definitely made sure that tech your, um, Tekken has remained second fiddle to mm-hmm. street fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, and it's interesting with fighting games too. Cause I think a lot of it is like art. When I think of like the games, the, it's funny cause when we do get together, I'm like, yeah, let's just try a fighting game. You're like, oh, let's play like Tekken or like, you'll want to try like, uh, what is it? Mortal Kombat. Mm. You're like, yeah, let's play these games. And those games just don't appeal to me at all. Like I want to play like the light goofy games. Like I want to play like Guilty Gear or like Pokemon or Smash Bros. Like I like the lighter or uh, Street Fighter, which is a little bit of a lighter, more cartoony feel. So, we are, odd, we are oddly kind of matched when it comes to Street Fighter 4, right? Yeah, I mean, we're both pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we never, we never compete no. anytime soon, but, like, we're kind of matched. Yeah, Street Fighter 4 is that sort of middle ground, mm-hmm. I guess I'd say. Yeah, that's interesting, because Tekken, you have no chance. Absolutely no chance. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. And I just don't enjoy it, because I still don't, like, that's... I'm just going to rail about why I don't think it's intuitive, but it doesn't feel intuitive. Like even another fighting, not that I can actually do this, but somewhere in the back of my head, I'm like, all right, if I hit the light button to the medium button to the heavy button, I'll probably get something that kind of works sort of. And like, you could do that in guilty or too. Like, all right, if I do punch to slash to heavy slash, like that'll probably work. It's just a matter of me being good enough to actually land that line. But in like, I have no idea. Like, is it right punch to left, right punch to right kick? Like, what is, there's nothing like, and you just have to know. You just have to play that character enough to know, like, 
it's actually right punch into right punch and left kick into left punch to right kick and it's just like but why would that ever be like i know i know there's nothing intuitive about that to me but anyway i understand a lot of people love tekken and you know watching the fighting community has really gone around tekken 7 and tekken 7 is pretty fun to watch um yeah but it's just i don't know it's still just a little too it's not my cup of tea to watch because it's still just a little too gritty and just I don't know, dark, and that doesn't appeal to me as much in fighting games as far as a spectator. And that's just preference. Well, I think that's also why Mortal Kombat isn't up there either. Yeah, uh, Injustice 2 is getting up there, though. Um, I don't think it's quite as... It's not big by any means, but I love watching Injustice 2. And that's dark, but it has the superhero aesthetic. Yeah. Where, you, like, Green Lantern is still cool to watch. Like, you know, Supergirl. or They have colors and really cool stuff that they're doing. That's like, yeah, these are the superheroes I like to watch. And it's like, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's interesting. So, I mean, I think fighting games for us, I mean, we're, we're pretty cemented as far as our, uh, our love affair for our particular fighting games. I yeah. think, you know, of however long smash bros and however long Tekken is going to be like a franchise, I think we're going to get the games whenever we can. Yeah. Or maybe just watch it. Like as we get older and our fingers start to slow down and we don't have that Twitch response. I can't play Tekken 29 anymore. <laughs> You go on without me. Oh, you can't not cool. I know. <laughs> I'm used to taking tag. I'm cool and taking 26 to 28. <laughs> These darn kids would appreciate the effort I put in to stay relevant. <laughs> that's our future. Uh, yep, that's and it. we'll still be here. I'll I tell you what my grandson told me about Tekken 29. We're podcasting about fighting games, episode 13. How are fighting games now? We'll still only have one listener, I'm sure. Thanks, Cheap Weasel. Thanks. Don't die on us. Don't die on us, please. We'll get better. (laughs) On that note, um, uh, any concluding thoughts uh, you'd like to give out? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Like, it's uh, Fighting games are still fun. They're never... We'll never be, like, in the FGC or whatever, like, as far as that. And that's not against them. It's just because we're bad and we're not as driven to be competitive. But kudos to you guys because I love watching you. Uh, so keep it up. I think Go you ahead. guys definitely give off a really good effort. Like, there's, yeah. there's no playing around with you guys. Straight <laughs> up. Um, so, yeah. I think that'll about wrap it up for this one. Uh, we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in on another episode of the, of the Why Do I Talk To You podcast. Uh uh, thank you so much again to uh, Danny Barrett Cuvair for our wonderful artwork. Special thanks to um, the combined efforts of OC Remix, Rob K- KTA, XPRT Novice uh, for our wonderful intro and outro music. If you are watching or listening to this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe, um, especially if you enjoyed this. Please don't report us because you don't like us. That's, um, not, nice. that's not what that button's for. No, but people do use that. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please stay tuned for more episodes to come and, and share this. Uh, get some people to start listening to us again. Um, and again, again please, <laughs> not was, just one time. Who started listening? Oh, <laughs> when did we have listeners? Ouch. <laughs> I have still been Saul Starsheet 4. For some reason. For some reason. And I'm still Dave. And we Dave Maple. And we really hope that you will return in for the next episode. Thank you so much. Take care.